0: All right, the uh, the song of oh, there we go. The song of invitation number thirty-one, and that'll be led here in a moment. If you have your Bibles, I'd like you to join me in 1 John chapter four. I'm going to read a pretty hefty, lengthy uh, a passage in 1 John chapter four. But before I get to that, uh, there are some things in this life that are just plain obvious to people. Um, here is a. Well, if you're a basketball fan, an NBA basketball fan, here is the logo for the Atlanta Hawks. Now, I'm 41 years old, and I will admit that for the first 40 years of my life, I thought that this logo was sort of this Pac-Man-looking thing that was eating this tiny bird. Uh, That's what I thought that logo looked like. Now, you look at it, and maybe you see a hawk's sort of beak in there, uh, the eye in the middle there. Maybe that's obvious to you, but it wasn't to me. Uh, for, again, for the first 40 years, of my, it just dawned on me last year, Parker and I were watching a game. And I said, wait a second, now, there's actually a hawk in there, right? That, that was obvious to me at that point. Well, um, when we get to First John chapter 4, and I'm going to read this passage to you, there's no doubt what the subject is that he's talking about. Let, let's look at this passage. First John chapter 4, starting verse 7, uh, the verses aren't that long. we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. And by this, we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us his spirit. We have seen and testified that the father has sent the son to be the savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the son of God, God abides in him and he in God. We have come to know and have believed the love which God has for us. God is love. And the one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this, love is perfected with us, so that uh, we may have confidence in the day of judgment, because as he is, so also are we in the world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves punishment. And the one who fears is not perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. If someone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For the one who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has seen. And this commandment we have from him, that the one who loves God should love his brother also. Now, I think it's probably pretty obvious to everyone as we read through that, the topic that John was writing about, wasn't it? Love. Right, how many times did you hear the word love? At least over 25 times uh, he mentions love. In a, a day and age where you know love is lacking Right, love is lacking in the world, and does people really even know what love is? You know, thankfully the Bible defines it for us. 1 Corinthians thirteen, the Bible exemplifies it for us. John three sixteen, for God so loved the world, and the Bible shows us what can happen when it's defla- displayed. Right, read Ephesians chapter five. Well, tonight I just want to give you really quickly five obvious reasons why we should love one another. In the body of Christ, and as Wes kind of mentioned beforehand, I guess this is kind of a perfect lesson to tie in, you know, brotherly love, right? Why should we should love one another? And we notice there in the first few verses that it's because of comprehension, right? John begins there. Do you see that in verse seven? He says, "Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God." Right? We need to know where love comes from if we want to understand what love is. We need to understand where it comes from, and then drop down to verse nine. He says. By this, the love of God was manifested in us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might live through him. Right. Love sent Jesus to the earth. Love, as we mentioned here, requires study, doesn't it? It's just not just this fuzzy feeling that we have in our hearts, but uh, we need to practice it. But to practice it, we need to comprehend it. We need to know where it comes from and why uh, God so loved the world. Right? It also gives us confidence we see there in verses seventeen and eighteen, right Did you notice that? I know we read through it quickly, but John connected love with the judgment, and he said, Love is greater than fear, right L- Love is greater th- than fear, so practice brotherly kindness, uh, brotherly love, and you have no need to be afraid in the day of judgment and then he he in verse nineteen, sort of cause and effect right This is another reason why we should love one another if we truly appreciate. What moved him to give his all on our behalf, he says there, then we would be moved to love one another. Again, verse 19, we love because he first loved us. Verse 20, notice consistency. We need to love one another because of consistency. Again, he says, if someone says, I love God, but hates his brother, he's a liar. It's impossible to say that you love God, yet have hate or no regard for your brother or your sister is there a brother or sister this evening that you, know, you avoid? Well, God says, I need to correct that in my life. I need to correct that inconsistency. You know, Go back to the second point up there. You can't have the confidence on the day of judgment if you have that hatred in your heart for your brother. And then finally, look at verse 21 one more time. He says, and this commandment we have from him that the one who loves God should love his brother also. Right? That's so obvious, isn't it? Um, think of a tree. You know, just think of a tree. I know we're kind of in the season where trees are starting to turn. Uh, can you take all the leaves off a tree and it still be a tree? Well, yeah. I mean, that's pretty obvious, right? It's still a tree. Now, now take a few branches away. Is it still a tree? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still a tree, isn't it? But let's cut the, let's cut the trunk down, right? Now it's just a stump. Is it still a tree? Yeah. Well, no. Uh, often, you're left with a stump. You're left with that stump, right? And it's obvious it's no more of a tree. You can't remove the trunk of the tree without changing the very essence of the tree. And again, as we notice here, John says you cannot love God unless you love your brother, right? And that's not my opinion. That's not John's opinion. God says so, right? If you don't love your brother, you don't love God. I know a lot of times we'll say, uh, maybe uh, to one another or in a Bible class session, we might say, you know, I may love my brother, but I don't have to like him. And, you know, we really let ourselves off the hook when we say that and when we think that way. Uh, because what do we do? We end up not liking them. We end up not loving them. And that's a problem. But the scriptures here are pretty plain and obvious here from First John chapter 4. I wanted to leave with uh, you a couple of thoughts from Romans chapter 12. Really quickly, Romans chapter 12. The Apostle Paul wrote in verse 10, be devoted to one another in brotherly love, give preference to no to one another in honor. And then verse 18, he says, If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. And again, when we read that section in 1 John chapter 4, it's pretty obvious, right? that John says there that we need to love one another. And this evening, as we offer the invitation, you know, maybe that's something in your life that you need to do better at, to loving your brother your sister, your brethren, uh, to, to helping them to help bear their burdens, maybe not thinking so much of a self, but to think of others. And if, if that's you know, your wish tonight to change your life and to start uh, afresh and, and to start anew and to say, you know what, I'm going to be better uh, helping to serve my, my brother and sister in Christ tonight, then we would love to help you with that and pray for you as well. Or maybe this evening, you're not a Christian, you've never been baptized into Christ, and, and we would love the opportunity again to talk to you about that or, or to study the scriptures with you. Again, uh, Jesus said in Mark sixteen sixteen that we've studied tonight in our Bible class, he who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved. If we can help you in any way this evening, let us know as together we stand and sing.